Welcome to Spider-Man and his amazing fans. I'm Bry Guy. I'm Jason. Today's episode, The Hobgoblin. Parts one and two. All right, Brian. Uh, we got another two-parter here. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Two- another epic tale. Uh-huh, yep. uh-huh. Uh, Hobgoblin. Um, this is a guy who is uh, certainly in the in the old rogues gallery. Yeah. Um, I had to... I, I first watched this uh, over the... Uh, like, we, we tape on a Thursday. I watched it for the first time, like, last weekend. Okay. And I, I felt like I needed to uh, take a look at uh, like like um, uh, and understand who Hobgoblin was in the comic books as, as, okay. as compared to what we see here. Because I feel like there's I, I feel like there's like a disconnect as far as what I always understood the origin of Hobgoblin to me. And, and, and granted, like when I was reading comic books, I wasn't like a I wasn't like an avid Spider-Man reader. I think right. I think we we uh, we both uh, know that. Um, but my understanding was that there was, you know, there was obviously the Green Goblin, Norman Osborn. He died at some point. I, I forget exactly right, right. Where, when. Yep. And then a, a Hobgoblin came along afterwards and kind of. It was it was kind of a kind of a nutty nut bar, um, you yeah, know, yeah. a little bit unstable, a little bit yeah. unst- a little bit unhinged, and mm-hmm. um uh, and and basically uh, stole or uh, came uh, came into possession of the Green Goblin's glider and like and and Osborne's other sort of you know uh, uh, equipment and maybe his, his 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 evil lair or what have you, and just kind of. Uh, started to torture Spider-Man in, in much the same way. Right. Kind of took over. Yeah. Right. Right. And with this series, with Norman Osborn being um, basically like the benefactor of the, <laughs> of, yeah. of, of the Hobgoblin, you know, right. sort of the one who gives him, kind of pushes him out the door and says, here, look at this cool stuff I have that I will let you use to uh, take care of the kingpin, kingpin for me. Yeah just was weird and and i didn't find anything in my reading about and and what i did learn is that the hobgoblin has been is a alias that has been shared by no less than half a dozen different characters Mm -hmm. over time and it's gone through various permutations in all the different universes and all that kind of crap i didn't find anything anywhere that was like well norman was the supplier for the hobgoblin so this is this is totally (laughs) new territory and it was it the the it started off i was like crinkling my brow from the get-go in this one yeah same Mm -hmm. same i i I watched, I've only watched it once, which um, we've talked off the air about, you know, how I had every intention to um, to watch it a second time yeah, today, the yeah. day of record. And I woke up and I just was like, I don't want to do that. <laughs> I don't want to watch it again. <laughs> I don't want to do that. And, you know, life is life is difficult enough, Jason. Mm-hmm, why why mm-hmm. add more things to our to our day? But that aren't good. But I, I wanted to ask, <laughs> in any of the iterations uh-huh. of Hobgoblin, was it ever Harry Osborne? Because in Spider-Man three it was, and that's only the yeah. Hobgoblin that I know. Okay. Yeah, I don't. No, I don't think so. I I don't think so. Okay. I I didn't see anything about Harry, Harry Osborn in there. There is okay. a, there is a, a, a funny enough. There's a um, like Ned Leeds apparently is Hobgoblin at some point, which is Who's odd. Ned Leeds again. Ned Leeds is uh, well for for the uh, uh, folks who are into the current MCU iteration of Spider-Man. He's uh, Peter's best friend. 
Oh, Ned, the guy in the chair. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Interesting. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So, you yeah, know, whatever. Yeah, but, but, but we can certainly, uh, you know, come to the understanding here that Hobgoblin came much later in the Spider-Man mythology than the Green Goblin. Yeah, uh, Hobgoblin, was, and and uh, if you if you do a little, just a little light digging, uh, fair listener, uh, you will learn that uh, Hobgoblin uh, was created in the early 80s, Yes, and it was he was he was he was kind of grudgingly created by uh, I forget the name forgive me the of who was writing Amazing Spider-Man at the time because the uh, you know because the 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 muckety mucks at Marvel were like well we need more Green Goblin stuff we love you know they love the, and he was like he was tired of it like he sure. didn't want to he didn't want to uh, like resurrect it. Green Goblin again and right. send him through these same fights with Spider-Man that they had been doing right. for twenty years already. And yep. so he he did a, a little bit different thing, called it Hobgoblin, and that's where this uh, this character came around. So uh, I see, yeah, okay. yeah. So that's the that that's kind of his initial uh, his initial start in the eighties. Yeah, so right, right. you know, like the the last shows we were watching uh, would have probably uh, ended Hobgoblin, mm-hmm. yeah, or predated Hobgoblin just slightly. Uh, yeah, and, and so. You know, there, there's, uh, there's that piece, um, and all this, all this to say, it is very head scratching that they mm-hmm. did the exact opposite in this series because they've been, yeah, arguably the most faithful to the comic of all of the things that we've watched mm-hmm. for this mm-hmm. for this project so far. I mean, yeah, and, and to the to the point of where like some of the synopses we've read on the wikis have said this is an homage to issue number blah 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 mm-hmm. of Spider Man, mm-hmm. and they yeah. and they got yeah. it real close. Yeah, um, I was reading up a little bit. I don't know if we need to go through every single beat in this episode because we got other stuff to talk about. But I, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was reading in this episode that part of the reason why they did the Hobgoblin was because is it Avi Arad? Is that how you say his name? One of the big wigs, Muckety Mucks, as you would put it at Marvel. Mm. Uh, Avi Arad. He, you know who I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. Uh, he, he was one of the one of the big producers in the in the nascent days of the. Uh, of the uh, uh, Marvel um, uh, movie franchises yeah. and so on, his his name you'll find attached to like all the, f- uh, the like the Fox and early Spider Man movies and yeah, kind of kind of uh, uh, you know uh, moved further into the background uh, in in later years, but yeah, was was kind of the the guy behind all that stuff, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. And he was pushing for Hobgoblin because he had just greenlit and invested into a toy line of the Hobgoblin. Oh, and and okay. he wanted to sell toys, kind of like secret wars like we talked about where Mm -hmm. it comes Mm -hmm. down to that so it would have according to him it would have lost him a lot of money (laughs) if they would have done green goblin and and, you know look at look at how we all benefited from his from his paycheck jason (laughs) (laughs) you know yeah uh, let's just you know uh, muse about that for a second here too because obviously what a couple of the things we've had set up in this series uh earlier on is uh the this idea of osborne kind of being under the thumb of the kingpin right uh mm-hmm. and uh and and sort of uh working with him or, or having a having a working relationship that he doesn't like you know he yeah yeah and, it's, it's it's fraught and, yeah and obviously we you know in the in the begin very beginning of this show we see the hobgoblin take off and and head out to 
assassinate the kingpin, we find out quickly uh, that is uh, that he was sent there by Norman Osborn. So, right. yep. so yeah, boy, you think about other other than that, th- this fact that you just mentioned, they wanted to sell hobgoblin toys, <laughs> would have made way more sense. Just based on what we already know, for Norman to put on a costume, take his own glider and go, you know, and and frankly, more interesting, too, to have him like, you know, pump himself with the with some neogenic serum or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, try to try to beat Spider-Man or or, or even just to take out Kingpin. I mean, you know, obviously, Spider-Man would get involved, but I'm just saying like like the motivation for Norman to enlist the Hobgoblin. Uh, is something that you know in in a if you were if you were initially working on this in a writer's room, I would say you might you might go well. Wh- you at least somebody would ask the question. Well, why doesn't Norman just do that stuff? You know, like <laughs> yeah, yeah, why yeah. do we need right. why do we well, need make, another character for that? Right, right. Even if you make him the Hobgoblin, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. instead of the the Green Goblin, even that yeah. would have been more of a pass. Because yeah. the other thing they did in this episode, and and you you mentioned a, a crinkled brow or a wrinkled brow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I had that same look on my face the whole time I sat through the forty five minutes of this. Mm-hmm. Um, that Hobgoblin is already seeming to be like an established character, where mm-hmm. he he mm-hmm. you don't see an origin of him, you don't yeah. see how he yeah. came to be. It's just. He's the villain, and he's going to be used now to help out Norman slash Kingpin. Right. You know what right. I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I I didn't like the way that was handled either. That we kind of jump in halfway through the story. It feels like it uh, there and there are. Uh, I did manage to sit through this twice. Um, I, you did it, so I didn't have to. So I, thank you, Jason. <laughs> but there are there are illusions kind of peppered in throughout that Norman knows more about his background than anybody else. About um, Hobgoblin. Yeah, about Hobgoblin. And you, you may recall, like, there are a couple of points at which Hobby, Hobgobby, I should say. <laughs> HG. Uh, HG. Uh, <laughs> the, 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 ho- the Hogos. The Hogo um, <laughs> threatens threatens Norman uh, with either uh, kidnapping or killing his son or, you know, stealing his stuff or whatever. And, uh, and, and, uh, Norman comes back with, "Well, I'll expose you. I, you know, I have it set up where if anything happens to me, uh, your I, your identity will be revealed to the world." Okay. And the, I mean, a, the, you know, okay. So there's there's that. There's something that he, there there's something that Hobgoblin has a background that we as the viewer just haven't been privy to yet. Right. Um, uh, but then also. Uh, there doesn't seem to be a lot of angst from the hobgoblin or yeah, any or any right, real right. concern about that. Like every time Norman makes a threat like that, he's like, nah, I got a bigger threat, you know, right, I, or, right. or whatever. Yeah. It's here's it, a pumpkin. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. 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 And, and let's Maniacal laugh. Yeah. Let's talk about that for a second, too, because like that was something that in this episode just didn't work for me very well is a villain who's like his big thing. I mean, granted, he he wants a lot of he wants money. Fine. He wants he wants criminal prestige. Also fine. Whatever. Yeah, sure. Good motivation. There are there are better ways to get it than than the way Hobgoblin approaches it in this in this episode, which is which is like just double crossing everyone and taking as fast as he can get it. And and like I so my point is, it doesn't work for me when. A villain's prime motivation is just, or or, or prime uh, uh, 
personality trait is just being crazy. Like, right, right. Like with that, no background. Yeah. With, with, mm-hmm. And no, like, like we talked about last week with Venom, mm-hmm. seeing Eddie Brock kind of slowly lose his marbles and mm-hmm. seeing mm-hmm. what the symbiote did to Peter Parker slash Spider-Man to sure. slowly lose his his sanity as well. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. mean, there's no background here. So we just he just comes in, he kicks the door down with his, you know, we call it the the <laughs> the cheap version of Joker. Right, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, that laugh, yeah. same same voice actor. Yep. Mark, can't say one bad thing about Mark Hamill. No, I mean, he, no. he's great in it. He does what he could. Mm-hmm. But he just walks in with the cackle and it's like, who are you? Why are you like this? And, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. and he also like stretches his mask at one point. So mm-hmm. it isn't like he's some mutant who looks like a goblin. He's right, a right. dude in a mask. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, who's the dude behind the mask? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. Splain. Show yeah. your receipts, as the kids say. <laughs> Show your receipts. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, yeah. So, uh, you know, like, uh, there, there are some issues here, right? Um, yes. Yeah. We um, other stuff that's happening here. Uh, there, There's. Uh, there's the the interplay between Harry and Peter. We haven't really seen them have much of an on-screen uh, relationship at this point. Right, but to that, become roommates. Right, yeah. that that comes in uh, really early on here. And uh, Harry tells Peter that he wants he wants uh, Peter to be his roommate, not Flash, because that way his dad will uh, cover the cover the rent for him. Right, uh, he, right. His dad wants He's him to have kid. have a yeah. have a good kid living with him. Uh, yeah. not a, not a party animal like Flash Thompson. Yeah. And, yeah. and, uh, and, and yeah. I was, I was on board with this idea. I think if mm-hmm. it would have actually followed through yeah, and if you would have stayed living with Harry, mm-hmm. I might've, I might've enjoyed this episode more. I don't know how you felt about it, Jason. Yeah. I, I, I feel like, uh, we had the, we had the, the Harry and Peter cohabitation, uh, was just a, a, a red herring that whose only yeah. purpose was to get Aunt May in the apartment when uh, when Hogo comes and uh, pumpkin bombs the place, right? I like Hogo. I'm going to yeah. call him Hogo. Yeah. I like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because at the end of the two-parter, Aunt May is like, I don't think you're ready to live on your own. And I'm thinking, because the the house was messy. That Remember she says that too? Oh, I right? know. Like she, I know. She she went into the coma because the the um apartment was messy. She's get the 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 hobgoblin is there. He's she's she opens the door. She opens the door and he glides by and pumpkin bombs the place. Yeah. And she she gets knocked out. But when she comes to in the hospital, she was like, "Oh, it's because your apartment was such a mess." Yeah. And I would have been Aunt like, May, okay. He just pumpkin bombed the place. <laughs> and I'd be like, Aunt May, you are a petty drama queen. <laughs> if that's why you passed out, you need to really reevaluate some oh, life choices, honey. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Gosh. Yeah. That, yeah, yeah. The, I know. And again, if he would have stayed living with Harry, I would have been like, okay, good. Mm-hmm, in mm-hmm. in a young man's life, a young man, a young woman, a young nine bi- binary person's <laughs> life, uh-huh. you get to a point where you get a certain age, you move out. And I was like, well, this mm-hmm, makes sense. Mm-hmm. This is what Aunt you May, would do. I think, said that verbatim in part yeah. one. <laughs> Even the nine binary part. <laughs> it was really <laughs> close to that. It was really close. It was so it was so ahead of its time in 1995. Um, but it, it was all just a, like you said, a shrug, Jason, mm-hmm. because it was just an excuse for Aunt May to get attacked. Mm-hmm. Kind of like how Harry, outside of being Peter's potential roommate, he was just used to be bait. Right, through, right. For the whole thing. Mm-hmm, and it's like mm-hmm. we, we get introduced to this new character that we see on screen for maybe 10 minutes and now he's being used as a trap 
mm-hmm. for the mm-hmm. Hobgoblin uh, Kingpin Norman Osborn orgy of double crossing. Right, That's really right. what he's there for. <laughs> the menage hobby or whatever. <laughs> The Menage did, Hogo. Did, were you able to Were you able to keep track of the double crosses? Because there was no, uh, I was not. So uh, let's see. Let's let's try and count them up here. Well, or, okay. or just count up the count up the enlistments of Hobgoblin and the switches. Okay. There was Norman hires Hogo to kill Kingpin. Yep, that doesn't work out. Uh, mm-hmm. So he, so he get so he gets fired. He goes to the Kingpin to uh, the the Hogo goes to the Kingpin ostensibly to kill him but in, but actually to ask him for a job so he can get back at Norman. Yep. Uh-huh. Okay. He 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 kidnaps <laughs> Harry. Kingpin won't pay him for the work killing or kidnapping Harry. So mm-hmm. he goes back to Norman again and says, "I want to switch teams again." <laughs> <laughs> Remember that whole double cross? JKLOL. I I want to go back with you. <laughs> so then he goes back to the Kingpin again. Uh-huh. And now he gets into a firefight with the Kingpin. Uh, he, uh, uh, Kingpin and Alistair Bale, and he's like, and 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 he's like, oh, mm, BT Dubs Norman. Now I'm double cross, re double crossing you again. Now your son is my hostage, and I want all your stuff. Yeah, yeah. And, and then I'll sit in your chair if, <laughs> or Kingpin's chair, and, and yeah. run the city. Yeah, and then, yeah. And then, and then Kingpin and Norman uh, begrudgingly reunite, and they're. And then they use Spider-Man to uh, to basically oust Hobgoblin from the uh, from the seat of power. Let's talk yeah. about the seat of power for a second. The literal seat of power. The literal right? seat of power. Um, yeah, I, that's a, that's another thing I wasn't buying. Where I was like, wow, this is really this is like out of uh, out of Spidey eighty one, where where we're being asked to believe that. Well, <laughs> if you sit in that chair where Kingpin was sitting. <laughs> Then you're running. You're running all the crime in the whole world. That's you're running the syndicate. That's yeah. that's it. No one is going to ask any questions. No, right. when you pick up the phone, people aren't going to be like, "You don't sound like Wilson Fisk the Kingpin. <laughs> Who are you now?" And they'll and and if you say, "Ah, you have to pay me double the commission," they'll just be like, well, "I guess I, that's what I got to well, do." I mean, he's in the chair. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell was that? I, and it was not long. It was like literally Hobgoblin walked in in this episode, mm-hmm. sees that that Kingpin is not there and goes, well, I guess it's mine and sits down. And then Kingpin's like, no, don't get too comfortable or right, whatever he right. said. Yeah. 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 That was that was everything about this episode. Jason episodes, plural, uh-huh. was was a stretch. Everything. Yeah. Yeah. To the point of even calling this a Spider-Man episode, because we, we mm. went over basically the whole synopsis and counted all the double crosses. And yeah. I don't think you got to like double cross number six or seven <laughs> until you mentioned Spider-Man by name. Right. So right. Yeah. He's he's in this episode, mm-hmm. but barely. Mm-hmm. And therein lies the many problems of it. Yeah. Yeah. It's it, it's true. There's um, and, there, you know, there's some whatever there's some there's some decent fights i guess I, the first one was good i thought yeah yeah, yeah. um it definitely definitely quite a bit of uh uh cg uh backgrounding uh in this oh, one yeah pretty yeah. pretty pronounced um, the buildings and the and the and all the flying stuff and there's yeah. a lot of flying stuff yeah. because of the gliders yeah right right exactly yeah. uh so yeah uh, you know that's that's not awesome but uh it is what it is uh the um th- oh the other part of that they, that's that's another thing then let's uh, let's talk again about norman osborne a little bit um 
because uh, aside from the fact that I'd rather just see him as Green Goblin in this episode, the, mm-hmm. the other thing that I thought was not clear was what what exactly does Norman Osborn do? To make they, all the money? <laughs> yeah, because they keep they, he keeps referring to himself as like an inventor uh, in this, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. And I I will have you know, being an inventor doesn't yield any sort of money at all. Oh, like really? You, well, oh. no, no. You can invent. <laughs> I didn't know that. You Jason. can invent all the things you want. You know, it's <laughs> right, right. Un, until unless you know how to sell them or have someone right. who wants to buy or them, someone who wants to sell. Right, exactly. You, you got right. nothing. And and you know, even if it was just they, this is this is so easily accomplished by just saying like, well, you know, I'm working on this contract for the defense department or whatever, you know, or developing right, right. this technology for you know uh the the cia or something i don't know but you know he's got these he's got the this this uh military or uh special ops uh glider um with all of these pumpkin themed weapons (laughs) (laughs) yeah that is definitely that is definitely the motif (laughs) like what what is Who's who's buying that? Who is investing in yeah. the pumpkin glider? Right, right, right. <laughs> like I, I don't get it. And, and and again, it's not you know we we say these kinds of things tongue in cheek, of course, because we we understand what the the you know the true origin of the character. But you haven't shown us the true origin right, of the character right. here, and you haven't told us any stuff about it. And, right. and and so if if you just if you want me to come into this show and believe what you're putting on the screen like just just throw some throw some, a few bones in there to make it make right. sense this right is, even, even yeah. just say like one of my investors wants more of these pumpkin rocket gliders right then at least you're saying <laughs> mm-hmm. he has investors yeah you know and, and people that are fronting him money giving him money to mm-hmm. invent things mm-hmm. yeah yeah but yeah you're right i can't you know fold a paper airplane in, in, in half and say hey look it, i invented a, a plane and then suddenly i'm a gazillionaire yeah doesn't yeah. doesn't work that way doesn't yeah. work doesn't work man um no uh you uh more uh, a little bit more norman i'm sorry we're just kind of no just kind of going through a rant-a-thon on this it's, episode it's, it's fine it's, it's fine with me it's a little cathartic to be honest with you to just well, be able to uh, kind of talk let through it go, this man. one well and, and there's really no point in talking much about the plot because it's so damn confusing and and i i don't know well, if i'm I, ready to revisit it yet i think with the i think if you once you once you've enumerated the double crosses that's pretty much the whole episode the plot yeah, right, that's right. that's that's the whole thing, and the rest of it is a lot of pumpkin bombs and and spider slinging and cackling and myriad cackling. Um, <laughs> I will say, the second time I watched this, I really, really honed in on how much uh, Mark Hamill was doing uh, like a version of the Joker performance in this episode. Right, and I don't know, I and it because I know that when we first started talking about this show. Uh, we realized that uh, Spidey and Batman animated series started out at about the same time. Like, mm-hmm. so, like, was he, was, was he... Like, what came first? Yeah, what came first? What yeah. came first, the Hogo or the Joker? <laughs> <laughs> well, he started doing it in 92 for Batman okay. and the Joker, and this okay. is 94. So this is a, All right. uh, a slimmed down version of the Joker. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, We're trying to keep this show family friendly, but Jason and I have been uh, mm-hmm. shooting each other texts back and forth with our own nickname for this and right. let's just say the initials are SJ mm-hmm. S Joker that's S, really all S Joker <laughs> um <Yeah>. Sylvester Joker uh <laughs> yes the, the um 
uh, what was I talking about with Norman? About uh, about how him, well, about Hobgoblin, how you really honed in on Mark Hamill's performance. Oh, right, right, right. I did, I did, and and just realized he was really, he was doing like Joker, but not Joker. Um, right, right. And, uh, you know, that's something that where, back to the idea of uh, of a character who's just insane, the Joker is mostly just insane in Batman, right? And we kind of, yeah. And we and yep. we are we're into that, yeah. But I think he, I, I think they, like we said, we they've just they fleshed out his backstory more. He he's more of a direct reflection of his uh, stoic uh, heroic counterpart, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's just it it works a lot better in that forum. So th- I'll say that, yeah. Um, they do it better, yeah. The other, th- the one of the other th- uh, things I'll complain about with regard to Norman in this episode, uh, I really found the his sort of um, uh, sad dad soliloquy at the end of part two to really just fall flat. Like I wasn't buying that at all. Was it something along the lines of "I'll do whatever it takes to protect you" or something like that? Is no, that- no, no. It was about okay. how it was about how sad he was that he missed all of Harry's baseball games, and when oh, he was yeah, sick, he yeah, wasn't yeah. there for him, and you know, and he wished he could have been a better dad, but he made choices and blah blah. I like, I was, was like, inventing. I, he was I, too busy inventing. He was too busy inventing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that I just yeah, I didn't I, I wasn't buying that at all. And obviously I wasn't either because I don't even remember that, yeah, Jason. Yeah, so mm-hmm, yeah, it, okay. it did not make an impression on Bry Guy. <sighs> so yeah, so it, it wasn't wasn't impressed with Norman here. Um uh did you um uh did you get anything else out of the <laughs> um uh sort of Peter Parker side of the story? Uh I mean we mentioned the 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 apartment red herring he has a little bit of interaction with mary jane because she was also going to move yep. out and then yep. she kind of uh, he kind of leaves mary jane to tend at aunt to may's aunt bedside may. right while he as, well he goes in spider-man's right as any good person that you've gone on five dates with would do mm-hmm. take care of mm-hmm. your sick aunt yeah. right right yeah <laughs> yeah um i i no, I, I am trying to find other positive things to say. Uh-huh. Um, I, I again would have liked. You asked about Peter Parker. I would have liked the Peter Parker B story more if he would have stayed living with mm-hmm. with Harry. Yeah, and I want I want to see Harry and and Peter become best friends because I think in almost every iteration of the Spider Man story they are. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I yeah. was hoping for more of that. But yeah, we didn't get it. So what are you going to do? Yeah. yeah, I I just I felt like Spider-Man really took a back seat in this episode. And those mm-hmm. are usually always my least favorite because, yeah, you know, I like watching Spider-Man. So there wasn't much to talk about with the Peter Parker Spider-Man story. It felt it feels like I um because the 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 episode was was so weak on so many levels and kind of so uh just um uh cliche in, in a number uh-huh. of ways. Um, I, 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 I was kind of looking for places to, to pick at it a little bit. Right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, the, the notion that Peter ends up in that, uh, uh, kingpin sort of nerve center, but doesn't know where in the city he is. Um, like, wasn't yes. there a, like, wasn't there a window in there or something like that? Like a, like a vista to look out at, at the, and kind of, you know, where yeah, someone, so could see someone who was. knows the city pretty well would go, nah, all right, that building's over yeah. there and the World yeah. Trade Center's There's over there. Like I, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Yep. All right. So that's another kind of BS part of the equation yeah. <laughs> here. Um, 
yeah i, I so that that's uh that's an issue for me but i do i, I do kind of uh I will say I like the fact that they still have not exposed Wilson Fisk as the kingpin. And that that's one one aspect that it was just at the very beginning of this. Uh, Fisk is uh, he's he's in a limo on his way to the groundbreaking of this uh, criminal justice uh, uh, school at yeah, ESU. Yeah, of course. Of which course. Is, that's right. School. That's yeah, that's exactly. what he's that's what he's bankrolling. Um right. But I, I, and and Peter as Peter uh, is the one who saves him from the uh, hobgoblin assassination attempt. Mm-hmm. He does a real Spider Man y kind of move, but he's you know in in his in his Petey clothes and um, um, gets on the news and stuff like that. Uh, so the, it doesn't seem like there's any inclination whatsoever uh, from Peter's perspective that he knows who the kingpin is or even that the kingpin is around like i was trying to think of that too like thinking back to spider slayer like he never saw the king you know the kingpin was never around when he was fighting he no one ever talked about the kingpin to him so as far as spider-man knows he like he still doesn't even know that the kingpin exists right 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 yeah exactly which is kind of which is kind of neat yeah that's that's you know adds a little mystery to it a little Mm -hmm. bit Mm -hmm. yeah at least there's that yeah yeah. So I, I'm, I'm. Yeah. I too. I'm just. I'm trying to find some redeeming things about the episode. But um, you know, as the and and I say episode. This was two episodes and. Ooh. Right. The the um uh they they ended the first part at a at a at the correct point. There was a, a point of high tension there. Spidey had just swung into the window of a building and uh, and it got bombed right after that. So there was a big explosion. Not that there mm-hmm. was any real concern that Spider-Man wasn't going to make it, but, they, you know, yeah. like blowing up. That's like that's a good spot to end part one. Yeah, um, it's exciting. It's I'll, exciting. I'll yeah. say that. Uh, yep. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know, Brian. I can't I, I just I can't say very many good things about this uh, overall. It's um, it, it was weak. It was contrived. It was uh, it was not good. It was not. No, good. I thought I thought the first part was better than the second part. The first part entertained me more mm-hmm. and, and kind of kept me going because I didn't know where it would go. But then yeah, it really yeah. it really fell apart in the mm-hmm. second part. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I. My mom always said, if you don't got something nice to say, <laughs> I don't know why I went to Forrest Gump there and he, uh, he never said that. But anyway, yeah, uh, uh, that was just uh, uh, it was disappointing. Very disappointing. It was. And 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 disappointing that it was a two parter like, you know, ugh, they you know, they they wasted 40 minutes of screen time on this. Yeah, um, which is exactly. which is kind of a drag. But. And and I feel bad because now I've had like I basically because I I didn't I I let me say I disliked this hobgoblin bit way more than I disliked the the conclusion of the alien costume like significantly more oh yeah but Same. like but yeah. like I didn't really eh, I I was lukewarm on the finish of the alien costume and now we've had two parts here where I'm like God that really sucked <laughs> so, right. I'm right. hoping I'm hoping for a bounce back next week, man. But because this was this was two spiders for me, two radioactive spiders of uh, basically uh, pumpkin bomb failure. Yeah, same. I gave it two as well. It just was confusing, and I remember texting you during the episode and and, and saying, mm-hmm. "Am I in a bad mood? Like, do I need to put this down for a while and yeah, go see yeah. it when I, you know, after I've had, you know, some." adult beverages in my system and right, you were like right. no, no no you're it's not you it's, <laughs> it's not it's you the show. it's the hogo <laughs> <laughs> it's the hogo it's the hg yeah 
yeah, it was. I really hope they bounce back next week, and we get the chameleon next week. Is that mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, chameleon. Another. That's a. That's a good character. Who uh, I, if I remember correctly, I forget which earlier series he was in, but there was an episode where he was pretty like diabolical he was he was mm-hmm. like playing some vicious mind games so uh i i could go for some mind games after this you know after yeah, after and a smart a smart villain right kind of yeah. kind of being pounded over the head with a mallet for for 45 yeah. minutes yeah I, I could do with some smarts uh us up. we've had enough <laughs> well I, boy it's uh, it is what it is man uh let's yeah. let's let's throw this out let's start fresh next week I I always like to finish by saying it's good to talk to you. It is good to talk to you. It's unfortunate that we wish, talked wish about under, this. Yeah, wish it was under better circumstances. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe if we have an episode this bad again, we can just like talk about how our lives are or something. Just talk about something else. There you go. There you go. All right, buddy. Well, yeah. we'll do it again next week. Sounds good. Thanks for listening to Spider-Man and his amazing fans. Please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite app. Follow us on Twitter at BKO Radio and like the show on Facebook. Reach us by email, spideyfanspodcast at gmail.com. Most importantly, if you enjoyed it, share with a friend. <laughs>